The Fable and Folly Network supports creators of exceptional audio stories, including the one you're listening to right now. If you love our shows, we want to hear from you. Complete our listener survey at fableandfolly.com slash survey. This will help us learn more about you, what you like, what you'd like to hear more of, and how we can maintain an inclusive, safe atmosphere. As a thank you for your participation, we have extras and behind-the-scenes content from your favorite shows. Fans make the network what it is. Thanks for listening, and we can't wait to hear from you. Find our listener survey at fableandfolly.com slash survey today. Welcome back to Dum Dums and Dragons, where improvisers who've never role-played before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the Grand Wizard Bukaki, your host. Our heroes and Captain Roberts have rounded up her old crew and allied with a ghost ship, but they've discovered their true foe is a psychic whale. Can they successfully ambush the monster? Will they be able to maintain an alliance with pirate ghosts? Will Butthole's trip to the temple help them out at all? Find out next on Dum Dums and Dragons. That's why no one's ever been able to defeat it, because generally speaking, no matter where you go, it will find you. And that's partially because it's able to submerge, it's able to reappear, it's got all sorts of tricks up its sleeve. So he basically suggests that as long as you stay visibly off the coast of Crab Isle, it won't be long before the ship finds you. I guess we shouldn't do laps around the island. We should probably maybe do like a sort of pacing of some kind where we trace a line back and forth. The shortest distance between the island and the drifts. How does that sound to everyone else? Yeah, as long as yeah. we're within sprinting mm-hmm. distance of the drifts, that sounds good. And I do don't you know what? get caught on the west side of the island when we got to go yeah, all the way no. to over oh, to the no, drifts, no. right? And I'd say, do you know what? If we see any ships traveling around, let's do some straight up pirate shit and be like, we're back, motherfuckers. And then they can tell other people and the rumor will get around. Yeah, yeah. That maybe. we're here and that these are our waters. The east side of the island is Maybe the, the whale's a huge side. gossip. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, from that uh, famous uh, Forgotten Realms TV show... Gossip Whale. That's right, Gossip Whale. (laughs) I'm going to say over the next few days, you do some basic pirate shit. You raid some ships. You do kind of a sloppy job of it to make sure there's lots of survivors who are going around being like, the sea witch is back. She's on the coast and there's those guys with her. I'm mainly just creating fog. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, that's cool. This is fucking smart, Alan, because then when we go into the drifts, the whale won't even know because Uh, we're in the fog uh, and that's our uh, thing. uh, And I go around and scrub the symbol of Moonhammer off most of our shit so the ghosts can help us instead of murdering them. <laughs> For the record, you could have still murdered those ghosts if you really wanted to. <laughs> they seem really nice. Like, and we have really nice. No <laughs> I mean, we've never met a more pleasant group of new friends. No. So sure. it takes a few days, but uh, sure enough, um, I start selling t-shirts that say whales ain't shit. <laughs> On the, uh, I, I send whole crews off wearing them like they're assigned <laughs> outfits. Like we, we, we attack them. them. We take the Force ship. these shirts on them. Yeah, and then we send them back go. with no goods. And we're like, tell everybody that the sea witch is great and whales ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> to imagine you just packing barrels with like lead and those shirts and yeah, just dropping t- them overboard so that they'll sink down into the water. Yeah, like, it's it's an underwater t-shirt cannon. <laughs> oh <my laughs> t-shirt depth charge. We look at it, we just see a school of dolphins just going by, but they're all like caught in the shirts, so they're just wearing them. Like, they're still fine, but they can't get them off. <laughs> Somewhere there's like a secret society of mer people who just start wearing these shirts. Um, <laughs> great. So on the, uh, the fourth day around the northeast horn of the island, you see where the water starts to part and out of it, you see the death wind come up and then out of the water comes leaping this giant fucking ugly ass white whale who ain't shit. 
as the t-shirts have told us. <laughs> yeah, the crew's all wearing them. In your heads, even at distance, you can hear the voice that you thought was Kazarad being like, you foolish mortals, you dare to fuck with me? I'm a motherfucking whale! <laughs> your heads kind of ache with the psychic pulse of this. Seems like an incredibly Oof. powerful mind. But one that you're going to fuck up, so... And then in my head, I think back and I'm like, whales ain't shit! <laughs> and I'm like, I think we should leave. Alongside the Death Wind, which is now recruited slightly by a lot of people wearing whales ain't shit shirts uh, <laughs> who have been captured and, and tagged, but clearly in a hurry. With that ship, though, come four smaller attack boats, all wearing on their sails with the mark of the Unseen Hand. And I'm like, oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> and, and I grab, like, some extra lace that didn't get made into outfits, uh, and I fashion two really quick earplugs, and I just jam them in my ears, because I don't know if my dad's here, so I need to not be able to hear I anything. I thought you were going to make a lace surrender flag. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 but I'm, like, plugging my ears. Like, yep. I'm ready to go down fighting, yeah. man. Oh, Fuck that like shit. Odysseus yeah. shit. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Let's have a fight at sea. Yeah. Awesome. So while we're running for the drifts, I'm guiding the shit out of Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to just position all of this in a north, south, east, west way. Mm -hmm. Currently, the drifts are to the south of you. The wind is neither with you nor against you, so no advantage, no disadvantage. Mm -hmm. The death wind and the small unseen hand armada are moving faster than your ship. So roll a pilot check. And I'm going to use guidance. So that's an 11. And you add plus four from guidance. All right, 15. 15. Quinny, what you start to do is turn the ship so that you're catching a bit more wind. Okay. Um, rather than cutting straight down towards the drifts, mm -hmm. you're coming at it from an angle. Okay. I look over to the captain and I say, Captain, permission to send the musketeers around is appropriate. The what now? People with muskets. Oh. By definition, yeah. musketeers. <laughs> Can I send the musketeers around? <laughs> I don't think people think people with muskets when they think musketeers. When Absolutely, they, hear musketeers. they don't. <laughs> well, right with you, Alex. Can I send people around with guns, please? Yes. All right, so I'm going to send them to the back of the ship so they can snipe any attack boat that gets too close. Okay. Otherwise, the cannons are loaded, but they aim sideways and we're in the lead, so they're not going to help us right now. The guns you have on board, you've got three on port, three on starboard, one on the bow, and one on the stern. So you do Oh, have shit, a, we do have a back gun. Yeah, okay, so gun. we'll send Slutty Dave probably to man that gun so we got some... Oh, no, no, Slutty no. Dave's the first mate. Slim Jim? Yeah. So Slim Jim's on the cannon, and we send all the guys with muskets that we can spare to the back to just shoot anybody in a boat who gets too close. Did you ever think when you named him Slutty Dave that he'd be involved this much in the plot of our story? A cleric can hope. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to run directly behind where Tyler's aiming us forward. So I'm going to be guiding him, but I'm using myself as an armored human shield between him and any shots that could come oh, okay. from behind. Okay, so Sea Witch, you are three turns from the drifts. Currently, the pursuing ships are two segments behind you. Okay. Uh, however, your speed has stabilized for now. So okay. the Deathwind is going to course correct. It's a giant underwater whale, so it's pretty good at that. Uh, so it will succeed and keep pace plus. Uh, however, the skiffs are not sentient psychic underwater monsters. No? So okay. they're still in pursuit, but they're now moving at pace with you. So Deathwind is still moving faster. They're at pace. So they're not closing in, but Deathwind is. Deathwind is starting to. Okay. Yeah. Top of the round with Sea Witch. So I'm rolling another pilot check? Yep. Okay. The other thing is the, the way crewing works is even though non-player characters are at various stations, so like the cannons, captain at any time you can call for a cannon fire and whatever NPCs are manning whatever section will fire them. So, Quinny, go ahead. Okay. Eight total plus two. Plus two, so a total of ten. As you see the death wind starting to cut directly at you, mm -hmm. again, seeing a, a ship that moves like a missile is very upsetting, and uh, your concentration slips for a fraction of a second, and the ship drifts back into neither good nor bad. 
Oh, okay. So we, we like lose the wind that we yep. had sort of. Okay. I step to block his view and I say, focus forward. Trying. Eyes on the road. <laughs> Alan, is there any way you can magic up some wind? No. <laughs> um, I think Flip I can. You sure can. What the hell? What? I have a bag of wind that I'd like to use. <laughs> I, Excuse me? My, my jaw drops so far, it almost <laughs> dislocates. Uh, years ago, the legend of the Sea Witch began when uh, a young lady named Bella Roberts managed to uh, sneak into the famed temple of the wind god and make away with its most valued possession, a bag of the four winds that she's carried with her every day, even as a, as a slave aboard the uh, Deathwind, waiting for the day when it would come most handy. Captain, I simultaneously appreciate you, but you buried the goddamn lead so many times. Like, so many surprises. What can I say? I, I, I wait for the opportune moment. Er, wait for the opportune moment. <laughs> God, I fucking love that parrot. <laughs> so, Captain, you open the satchel of winds, you toss it up into the air, and suddenly your sail fills with a gust that like pretty much pulls the ship out of the sea for a moment. And uh, it just blasts you directly to the edge of the drifts. Whoa. And sort of <laughs> reverberating through all of your heads, you just hear, God damn it, what bag of wind? And yeah. I just message back <laughs> with my brain, where's that shit? <laughs> so you reach the edge of the drifts. What's your attack plan now? So the other ships are closing, but now they're at distance and they're racing to catch up. Are you heading into the drifts? Are you trying to set up a broadside? We need to meet up with the ghost ship. We need their help, so we need to go to where they are. Mm. Can you please roll me a perception check? Even though you know the ghost ship is in the drifts, it's still the drifts. So uh, this is you seeking out. It's a natural one. (laughs) The bag of wind ends up in front of the boat and blows us right back out. (laughs) You start searching desperately, but I mean, as someone who believes in things that you can see and you can touch, you're suddenly overcome by doubt and fear that maybe this was all hallucination. There was no ghost ship. And so can you please roll me a wisdom save as uh, you start to panic in a way that you as a captain have never panicked before? 17. You manage to get a grip on yourself. You kind of like look back. You see like crazy mage who flies around with her cape, apparently. You see a guy who magically farts out healing spells. You see a wolf with a scarred face and armor who apparently speaks very well. And you see a a tiny halfling. Yeah, I mean, he's not magical, but he's still pretty cool. (laughs) And uh, you think to yourself that this day has been just strange enough that between a psychic whale, a bag of winds, and all these idiots that, you know what, there probably is a ghost ship out there. Besides, Boots would never let you down. So you're not sure where to direct the ship, but you feel okay now. I'll lean over to Quinny and the captain, and I'm like, what if we do like a swoop around the side? So when they come straight in, they think we're in front of them, but they can go past us. And if the dead wind goes first, we could fucking broadside and take out all those goddamn attack boats. And then it's just two on one. I mean, one is a giant goddamn <laughs> psychic whale, but so- like... You want to go in until we're obscured and then just like hard right or left? Yeah, and okay. crank it around so that we can end up beside, so they'll just blaze past and we can take out the support vehicles. What do you say, Captain? Let's do it. All right. All right let's do it. Nerf, nerf. We've got a whole team. <laughs> um, I look at the rest of the crew and I'm like, we got to keep this quiet, but we got to keep morale up. And I look to the the, the musketeers. I'm like, <laughs> poo, hound, poo. 
poo hound. No. So the chant keeps going as they like load their muskets. Yep. <laughs> and they all load a second musket and set it in front of them so they can well, like cycle yeah, fire. Put the and, fucking and linen they, in my ears. They've managed to like work it out so that each step of loading the rifles goes to a poo or a hound. Yeah. It's like poo, <laughs> hound, poo. And it's like, you know, locked in, pistol, ammo. And then I, I look over to uh, Slim Jim and I'm like, dude, you got to keep that chant going because I'm really worried about those back boats. And I jam my earplugs back in. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, aye, aye, friend. And I'm like, I can't hear you. <laughs> and he's like, but I give him a thumbs up. Meanwhile, uh, Greenbeard's running around. He's like, you know, getting the troops prepared. He's like, now remember, right now, there's too many fajitas. Let's make it no fajitas. In I this was case, waiting to drop that line, but that's Fajitas are the villains. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, I look over at Slutty Dave and I just say one for luck and I kiss him on the mouth. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give Slutty Dave one point of inspiration. <laughs> Within a couple rounds, you still haven't seen the passing dream, but suddenly in your head's the voice of the whale being like, here I come, uh, and the ship burns through into the drifts. So if I'm not mistaken, you guys have basically positioned yourself to broadside the attack boats or the Deathwind? The attack boats. We're going to let the Deathwind go in further, and we're just going to wipe out the support vehicles. Okay. The Deathwind comes past you, but you can tell that it realized its mistake as soon as it came through, so it starts mm. to turn. Again, not being wind-based, it turns quickly. However, the first two attack ships through fall directly into your line of fire. Captain, you want to give the word? Fire all. So with a scream of, Poo-hoo! Uh, <laughs> all uh, cans fire. Someone roll me uh, 3d20, please. Captain, you roll one. Laura, you roll one. Tyler, you roll one. And I will guide the cannon oh, crews okay. with the joys of okay. guidance. I was going to say, I've been rolling enough, but that's fair. 10, 12, 16. I don't know if you'll let me guide all three. I'll let you give it to one. I will add it to the 12, so I'll bump that up to 15. Two of those will hit. The uh, the cannons do 1d20 plus 6. Laura and Tyler, you rolled the higher numbers, so roll away for damage. 19. I rolled an 8. So plus 6, so 14. Yeah, um, 12. 14. 14, sorry. That's 14. I am good at math. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so you blow. Um, you I'm blows, keeping the whole thing now. I know. <laughs> you blow um, a couple holes in the side of one of the skiffs, and you hear them be like, "Oh no! From the side! From the side!" So that brings us to the passing dream, which, much to your shock and delight, Captain appears from sort of the other side. It looks like they've looped around to create a uh, mirror image, and it's going to open up on the uh, other two skiffs. One will hit. It will do 15 points of damage. That brings us to the Deathwind. Uh, the Deathwind is turning alongside you. It's got a terrible angle, but it's going to attempt to fire two cannons at you. It's going to do that with disadvantage since it's turning and aiming poorly. The first one will miss. The second one will hit. The Sea Witch will take 14 points of damage. For the record, you have 300 HP. Oh, well. On the ship, you have a crew complement of 20. However, two people died in the blast. That brings us to uh, the skiffs. So the two that got fired upon by the Sea Witch are going to fire back. You're thinking you're parallel to the skiffs? Yeah. Okay, then they'll open up with their, their side guns. That's fine. But only one can because the other one would have to shoot through their friend. Which I've done in Assassin's <laughs> Creed. And, you know, sometimes it works out really well. <laughs> 
And uh, neither gun will hit. It seems they're still scattering from uh, all the damage they took. Cool. I just yell, eat a dick, dad! <laughs> <laughs> Which brings us to uh, the other two skiffs. They were hit by the passing dream. <laughs> they're going to fire back. One hits. The dream will take 13 damage. Top of the round. See which. What are you doing? Alan, you're now within range of the two attack skiffs. Musketeers are within range. Captain, what are yours? Let's take out the skiffs. Finish Achieve. them off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Fire okay. will. Okay, so uh, same people have rolled. Please roll again. That's a little better. 19. Two. I rolled a 17. I can add three, but we got two hits and a two. I'm, I don't think a five is going to work. <laughs> so uh, both of you roll d20, please. Nine total. 25. The skiff's on fire. You can see it's pretty heavily damaged. The captain uh, seems to be a mercenary up at the helm, kind of like yelling commands to people, trying to rally them. We're going to lean on Assassin's Creed rules because they're easy here. (laughs) You can continue to fire or you can attempt to board. You feel as though if you drop the captain, the ship will likely either fall or can be used by you. Oh, please. (laughs) Please, I hate my family so much. (laughs) Request permission to board, Captain. We only got 18 people, right? I got a wolf. I got me. Give me five guys and we have a skiff. We got that other ship to worry about. Listen, you can deny, Captain. Probably not the time for a discussion. You can say no. All I'm saying is... Three boats is better than two. All right, butthole. Sick! <laughs> so I look at Slim Jim and the Musketeers, and I'm like, Stinky Pete, attack squad with me. Fire one volley, then we're down. <laughs> I am so goddamn happy. <laughs> Musketeers, Rohan formation! <laughs> In the name of the sea witch! Fire! Uh, so they fire four uh, musket shots at the other boat. Unfortunately, again, piratey muskets, not so good. One of them explodes and blows the hands off uh, one of the, the uh, musketeers. Um, Why do we use these? Jesus. <laughs> I mean, we're not in a gunpowder-friendly age, really. <laughs> and I just yell, Agron, already there. And as he's like, oh, fuck my hand, she holds up her finger. She's Welcome like, to the club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make a doctor of you yet. <laughs> but uh, three of them will hit. Two pirates on the other ship drop. So now there are two remaining pirates and the captain. Nice. I'm taking the assault squad over the side. Great. Fuck these guys up. So you guys leap. We'll cut that as its own initiative. All right, Quinny, what are you doing to control the boat right now? I'm just trying to keep it where the captain wants it, I guess, close enough so that our away team can board safely. Can you please roll me a dexterity check to uh, launch grapples? Okay. Ten. Six and a four. You're going to be able to stay steady with this skiff for this turn, mm-hmm. but your grapples failed to hold, so as a result, the ships will drift next round, because ships don't really stop so much. Yeah. Um, Alan, make that one visit count to that ship. Butthole, you're going on to the skiff that's I've stormed close. it with Stinky yep. Pete, four guys. And I imagine the second skiff is within 150 feet. Sure is. So I'm just gonna throw a fireball over right <laughs> into the middle of that ship and just try to completely take it out. What I say need? I'm gonna try to do, I, I do it. <laughs> <laughs> You learned some of the captain's humility. So I got to roll, roll the damage, eh? Yep. 34 damage. Oh! Fire at sea is bad. <laughs> you, from your perch, just like launch that over. It doesn't sink the skiff, mm-hmm. but it does sure as hell blow up most of the people on board. <laughs> um, or they jump off the side. I'm going to say the sail's on fire now. It's pretty well out of the fight. Cool. 
Um, Fucking love that well spell. Done. That's a cool. baller ass spell. <laughs> uh, Captain, was there anything else you wanted to do this this round? Let's cast darkness. Who would you like to cast it on? So currently you're within range to do it on the skiff that Butthole just jumped on. There's the flaming one that Alan just blew up. Or there's the death wind directly behind you. That one. So I cast darkness on the gunners. So I'm going to say that those gunners can fire, but it's at wild disadvantage. Right. Uh, basically, you reach out your hand and the three gunners look your way and they're like, oh, the rumors were true. She lives. And then suddenly just like everything goes black. And they're like, oh, the rumors are true. Be terrifying. <laughs> She's a <sea laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> they just watched a fireball explode a ship and now they're all just think they're blind. <laughs> For them, the whole world just went dark. Yeah. <laughs> One of them's like, it's a living. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> um, which brings us to the passing dream. You hear Arthas yell, I'm coming for you, you whaley fuck. Um, and uh, all guns open up on the nearest skiff and just shred it. Maybe good you didn't shoot it with silver cannonballs. Yeah, yeah. Six of them. So one of the skiffs is satellite. A couple of crew members jump off onto the other one, but it uh, it seems to be going down. Which brings us to the skiff you're on, Butthole. Can you please roll personal initiative? 17. So you are up first. There is a, a captain at the helm and two corsairs who are drawing their blades. I'm going to trust my five guys with me. I'm like, Stinky Pete, take the boys. Uh, and <laughs> Goblin Jr. is beside me. Like, we just jumped off of a ship onto a flaming ship. And I just land, and I'm going right at this fucking captain. And simultaneously, I summon a spectral hammer, casting it as a level three. Sick, sick. Sick. This is the <laughs> sickest fight ever. Uh, so we're just going for the, the classic double whammy, which is like Goblin Jr. jumps up and bites his crotch, and then I'm just going to try to hit him in the head from the front while the other so, hammer hits him in the head advantage. from behind. Yeah. I have 21 total. Hammer, 11 to hit. Uh, no dice. Ah, fucking, it just goes around and pokes him in the ass, yep. and I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> but I, I take my swing, so... Nine damage. That brings us to the pirate captain. He uh, lets go of the helm as this hammer swinging maniac comes at him. And he kind of like flicks two blades out of his wrists, Assassin's Creed style. I just want to say my newest, most exciting thing, because I have Alan's shield now, my AC is 23. Jesus. I don't know how she had a plus three shield, but yeah, we'll talk about that later. Um, (laughs) I did. I bought it. Captain manages to hit with one of his two attacks. And I literally say, good for you. (laughs) He's going to do you five points of damage. And then I giggle. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to go bad for you. I like your boat. It's going to be mine soon. (laughs) Doesn't your family already own this tangler? Can't hear you. Got your box. (laughs) (laughs) Um... God damn this game. You laugh like an insane person. <laughs> I'm laughing you're like as this him game. right now. Yeah, yeah. This is, um, okay, great. Uh, so I'm fighting a guy I can't hear I in know. a flaming boat. This is my heaven. I know. So neither of the other pirates hit. The gunners <laughs> just fucking shred those two guys. So it's just uh, just you dueling a captain. I look back and I'm like, guys, pirate rules. You can help. <laughs> uh, which brings us to the skiff that's on fire. The captain from that one who's trying to stop his boat from going down is going to leap onto the one that you're fighting on and take a swing at you while your boys reload. Well, he hits with one, and he's so proud of himself, uh, he'll do you five. But when he swings back again the second time, you're wise to it, so you just catch his sword and crack it. (laughs) Because he rolled a one. I say, take that, doink. (laughs) (laughs) Herbert doink was indeed embarrassed. (laughs) I recognized it from my childhood. (laughs) 
top of the round, the Sea Witch. You start to drift away from the ship that Butthole's engaged on. I, mean, I think he's got it. So I, I look up and I'm like, go, <laughs> go, you're fine. Deathwind is curving around behind you, cloaked in an orb of darkness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's engage. All right. So I think I'll, I'll try and bring it about so that we have as many guns as possible facing this thing. Okay. Go ahead and roll. That one. So we'll go for lucky. 20. Fucking love this die, guys. Oh, critical. Wow. All right. Um, that happens so much more often than I think it has any right to. I go from 1 to 20 like almost every episode. This episode is sponsored by Shopify. When we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective mind. But now we sell T-shirts and hoodies and water bottles and a ton of amazing products, all because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. It is 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Honestly, we tried to do merchandise for years, either to make things that were high quality, to make things that we could ship easily, to make things shippable in multiple markets. We just could not find that answer until we found Shopify. Once we got set up with them, it has been a breeze. Money transfers, no problem. Payments converted, it makes it so easy. I don't have to do anything manual. None of our team does to be able to provide high, high quality merch. Shopify gave us the control to be able to make our business even more successful and it can do that for you because Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, their award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify, and yours should too. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dumdums all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums, D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B-S, now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's the way you get to hear this. Welcome back to my first advertisement. That's right. It's the great wizard Bukake here to talk to you about the Patreon of dumdums and Dice. It's an amazing opportunity for you to contribute to a show you enjoy and appreciate even more shows they're making elsewhere, too. For $1, you get access to the fan-only Discord and a pre-session video and post-session DM chat for each arc of Dum Dums and Dragons, including all the historical ones. At $5, you get a weekly table-side chat, plus an ad-free feed where you don't have to hear any of us talking to you about Patreon or any other products that pop up. At $15 a month, you can name NPCs and submit names for places and things that have to get used in the show and mess with Tom. And at $25, you can create your own NPC that'll interact with our heroes and get a special thank you at the end of every episode. Just go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Join today! Join today! 
realized your mistake with the grapples last time. And so this time, rather than waiting until you're near enough to like grab them, you start mm-hmm. launching grapples as you turn and basically use it to slingshot yourself around. Oh, cool. I'm going to let you just fucking 20 spin the boat uh, <laughs> and uh, basically launch two volleys. As we circle around As you it. circle around them. Yeah, so you yeah. fire one side We've and then like on the, the spin. spin. <laughs> <laughs> with the fucking yeah, roll on 20. Amazing. So, you know. This is a never winter drift. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Family. Um, so, butthole, you're not on the boat anymore, so you won't be able to assist. No, I'm skiffing it up. All of you roll me one, please. 18 total. 13 total. 10 total. So uh, the one cannon hit. Now that you're at closer range and you're not firing blind at distance, you're able to make more effective shots and deal more effective damage. So if you could please roll me 3d10 and then add 6. 18 total. 18 total. Great. The death wind sort of shudders under the blow. Since you're at such close range, when you're like hitting this thing, you're just blasting chunks off the deck. And as you do, you start to see just occasionally glimpses of white. You can kind of tell the whales down there that you're starting to wear the, the ship down. Hmm. The ship comes spinning around because of your magical fucking 20. <laughs> uh, so if you'd all like to roll me another one, please. There, that's a little better. Nat 20. Nat 1. 20 total. 20 total. Okay, so Alex, you could roll your damage, please. 15 total. Tyler, you're going to get to do double damage, so if you could roll me 6d10, please. 39. Holy (laughs) shit. (laughs) A sound hit. Again, since it's the NPC crew, that's Slim Jim, and he's like, this one's for you, Captain, and he overloads the cannon. (laughs) Um, And then uh, Dr. Strangelove style, he just like hops up on top of it to aim it, lights it, and he's like, die, you whaley motherfucker. And as the blast goes, due to a certain one that was rolled, the cannon bursts out all of its fire, deals massive damage to the ship, but in doing so, explodes, killing Slim Jim. (gasps) Oh, no. Is there anything, we, like, we've got one doctor on board. Is there anything we can do? I mean, if you want to start sewing pieces back together, oh, sure. Oh, God. Jeez, Why did he have to straddle the fucking <laughs> cannon? It's classic Slim. It's <laughs> <laughs> the only way he knows how to aim. <laughs> Alan, you still have an action, and Captain, you still have an action. Alan, can you roll me an Arcana Sorry. check, please? Yeah. 17. You can now, now that you you know what to look for, you can definitely feel tremendous amounts of psychic energy coming off this thing. But uh, the hint of an idea starts to cross your mind that perhaps you might be able to reverse the psychic energy. And in the same way that the whale was able to take over and control Mm -hmm. things, you might be able to send someone into its brain, possibly someone who wants to stab that brain on the, uh, the psychic field. You just have to tax your abilities pretty strongly. Send someone? You might be able to manifest, say, you know, some kind of stabby captain in its brain <laughs> to fight it shit. in its brainscape as it continues to try and control its ship. <laughs> Just something, something to think about. Something that occurred to you. So I'm like, Captain, never tried this before. But if you're willing, I want to try to send you into Whale's brain. <laughs> I know this is really fucking weird. Hey, he just. I also love this because he's getting our- yelled from one end of the <laughs> ship to the other, like it screamed over the crew. Just like over explosions yeah. and everything. Captain, want to send you to the whale's brain? Well, I have thaumaturgy. Does that mean that I can see you guys? You, can you, thaum- at a you can absolutely volume? thaumaturgy back and forth. <laughs> okay. It's just two people with booming psychic voices. But does that 
take my cast darkness away? No, no, no. Okay. no. Thaumaturgy is just like it, it's so easy to do that you're just like you sure. can actually cast it three times at the same time and maintain it. Well, Slim Jim is dead. I'm down for anything. <laughs> I'm. I'm. This needs just to just so you know. Finish. I don't know how this is gonna go. I don't know why it's gonna work, but I just feel like it is. So just just trust me on this. I don't usually get these feelings as strong. <laughs> I, uh, I trust you with my whole heart. Alan, you, uh, fuck. you, you're wondering where this feeling could come from. It's something you think you read about it in Bo Gentle's book. Ooh. Seems to dance across your mind that it might have the incantation you need. It's, it's within me. <laughs> and the book. But or yeah, the book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, you, you formed an odd bond with this book. You don't quite yeah. understand its knowledge yet, but you think you could maybe pull this off if you roll well. <laughs> Okay. Better than you did for Slim Jim. I whip the book out. I hold it to my chest. I'm rolling a d20, I'm guessing. Yes, you are. Am I adding anything? Can you please add your intelligence? Save value? Save value is fine, yep. Uh, 18. Captain, suddenly your, your vision starts to blur a bit. You can kind of feel yourself being pulled in two different directions. It's, it's kind of trippy. But uh, as you do so, just very briefly, you can kind of glimpse... A creature and it starts to kind of manifest. It looks like Kazarad, you know it isn't, but that's the form that you most identify the Death Wind with, or Moby Death, as he's uh, known to his friends. So um, friends. that's uh, that's <laughs> the form that uh, that you think you can put some stabbing in. You sort of see it, and then reality cuts back in. You can see Alan concentrating, but uh, your sword hand starts to get a little twitchy. She keeps at it. This might work. I'm putting my faith in Alan, and I'm <laughs> I'm ready. For what happens next. Which brings us to the passing dream, which is going to open fire on the closest skiff. And it will hit with two. So it'll do a fairly uh, sizable amount of damage to uh, the second skiff. How much is sizable? 20 points of damage. Nice. Yeah, that's all right. Which brings us to uh, the Deathwind. It's a bunch of darkness. And (laughs) people just shot the hell out of it. So they're going to fire at extreme disadvantage. They'll hit with one. It's a lucky shot, so it won't do as much damage take 14 points of damage. Any crew go down or no? No. Um, okay. Agrin's <laughs> busy with <laughs> but somebody's scooping up body parts uh, and then there's a guy with no fucking hands she's dealing with. Yeah, I think she just gave up on the guy with hands and was like, we'll deal with it later. It just like took a hot iron and was like, Listen, I'm so sorry. I normally deal with corpses. Yeah, she's not a doctor. She's our doctor. She just starts to perform an autopsy. I know what I'm doing. She starts scooping up Slim Jim into a bucket. And she's like, I think an explosion <laughs> killed him. Listen, I'm, I'm just going to tell you, it makes my job so much harder when you keep moving. <laughs> Ryan, back to your fight. Uh, you've got initiative. Guy in front of you is hurt. Um, there's a fresh guy behind you with no sword. I think I'm going to finish the guy with weapons. That feels like a good choice. Yep. The spiritual hammer is going to take a swing at him. 12. That will not hit. Of course, of course it won't. Of course it won't. Of course. Of course. This is the coolest moment of my life, I yell. And we're just, I deserve it. I deserve it. I deserve it. I'm not allowed to do stank now, am I? Of course not. Of course not. Of course. Uh, And I'm going (laughs) to. His faith in Moonhammer has been shaken. No, no, no. She's teaching me a lesson. I got cocky. 22. Yes, that will hit. To hit by me. Great. And that does six damage. He's still up, a little fucked up, but still still standing. The guy behind him gets shot twice, point blank by rifles. Oh, boy. Uh, it takes uh, 16 points of damage. I still think he's there because my ears are plugged. <laughs> 
Oh, he's still up. Like he's he's also a pirate captain. So he, oh, good for him. He's tough, but he has no sword. And he just got shot in the back twice. He does see a hammer right in front of him, so he's gonna grab one of your silvered hammers off your belt and just try and whack you in the back of the head with it. So he doesn't hit. He almost does though. And I mean, man, Moonhammer teaching a lesson. It's just like you hear like a little dink. It's like, oh man, that's that's even my hammer. Like you feel it, you don't hear it. Oh yeah, it. I gotta feel it. Yeah. Oh, and Goblin Jr. sees the guy hit me with my own hammer and he fucking growls and he's ready for the next turn. <laughs> I rolled a six, so he's back in the game. Fuck, god damn it. All right. Um a skiff that's being uh, blown apart by passing dream is going to turn and attempt to ram the ghost ship. <laughs> it will deal the ghost ship some damage. However, the ghost ship is much bigger and scarier than it is, so it just kind of like sinks into the side of it and then like sort of splinters and cracks and you can kind of hear like a defiant captain like yelling for the unseen hand, but just... You're just ruining a just boat. Just ruining a boat. Yeah. yeah. So, see, uh, see which. You want to keep the ship level, I assume, Quinny? Yes. So, can you roll me a pilot check, please? You so. can also hand the helm off to other people if you want to do other things. Yeah, I'm thinking about where I'd be most useful. For right now, I think I'm good as a pilot. Mm-hmm. That being said, I rolled 11. The ship starts to drift around. You're still kind of encircling the, the death wind, but okay. um, you're, you move around to sort of the back of the ship now. So okay. you're out of the darkness sphere, but mm-hmm. still good. That orc lady is over your shoulder being like, I'm learning a lot about piloting today. <laughs> I think you're ready to you. <laughs> <laughs> I should never take your prisoner to work day. Um, Alan, you want to roll to create a psychic battlefield? Yes, absolutely. A natural 20. Excellent. This time, Captain, your vision doesn't blur. This time, suddenly, what's the, the most important place in the world, do you think, to uh, to Captain Roberts? My ship. This ship or the one that got destroyed? Mm, the one that got destroyed. So suddenly you're back. It's like the most perfect day for dueling you've ever seen. So like light rain, doves flying out from behind (laughs) you. Um, Across the ship, kind of looking elsewhere, you see the manifestation of Deathwind itself in the form of the Beholder. I'm going to fight it. (laughs) Do it. Do it up. Go for it. I draw my sword and I walk towards it. Want to say anything as you go? I don't think that that's my style. Roll your attacks, my friend. Cold as <laughs> yeah, fucking ice. Like I'm going to give flight. you advantage because you literally just invaded something's mind. <laughs> it doesn't know you're there yet. 19. 8. So the 19 goes through, so roll your damage. 12 total. The creature cries out in pain, and it's it's like a, it's a horrible, like, psychic pain. But you know what? You've never really had tolerance for people who scream in psychic pain. So you, you bring <laughs> your sword back and you go again. So roll your uh, your second attack and same deal with advantage. 18. 18 will go through. 11. Would you like to spend any swashing points? Disarm? Yep. Once you do it, you start to see the, the beholder's shape kind of like shifts and, and forms. You can tell that this is a, a manifestation of your own mind and its mind. And your, the, your two kind of ideas of each other are clashing. But what you've always felt most comfortable fighting aren't ethereal monsters or any bullshit. You've always just fought things with sword in hand. Mm -hmm. So you kind of reach out with your mind, force that image into kind of a glowing humanoid shape with a sword, and just, like, knock the sword away. (laughs) Theoretical rewrite on what that creature looks like. It's me dressed as Captain (laughs) Bumbershoot. We're going to do that right now. (laughs) Um, You are living Quinny's dream right now. So um, you, 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 you strike the beholder because that's, you know, how you always imagined the, the captain of the ship. But then your mind starts a war with its own vision of itself. And you see this kind of 
horrible manifestation that you, you can't even, like we're talking like Cthulhu-esque crazy bullshit that you can't handle. So you use the strength of your mind to force it into a shape of something you can hate and something you can fight. Butthole wearing Bumbershoots outfit. <laughs> <laughs> and the creature opens its mouth to scream, but instead what you hear is, so my name is Bobbert Tingler. <laughs> Let me tell you about my dad. <laughs> <laughs> and you just like slice away the sword. It starts to like re-manifest a new weapon, but you can see it's confused as to what's happening to it. Okay. You think it's probably cussing you out in its own mind, but all you hear is like, right? So my parents, like I can't remember the name of my dad right now, but like, hang on, I'll get it. I can't remember the name of my dad right now. <laughs> so meanwhile, back outside, Alan, I'm going to make you concentrate real hard on this because okay. if something happens to you, she might get trapped in there forever. <laughs> oh, so fuck. maybe concentrate and keep passing checks every turn. All right. To maintain a psychic battlefield. So Deathwind, suddenly, Quinny, you're quite surprised to see that uh, the ship kind of like trembles and shakes. You see just like a blast of blood off the side of the ship. It seems like it's been injured in some, some true way. Mm. And uh, looking around, you don't see the captain anywhere, but you do see Alan floating kind of like last airbender style. Her eyes are white. The book is floating in front of her. She doesn't seem to be aware Fuck of what's yeah. going on. Fuck yeah. Um, okay. And she seems to be muttering stuff. And, you know, I mean, maybe this is just another Alan day. Who knows? But um, this but is that's a new one. top level shit. That's a new one as far as I can tell. I think new priority is going to be steer the ship to keep Alan safe because it looks like she's doing something important. Sounds about right. <laughs> While the whale explodes in the yeah. distance. I'm kind of putting them together, but not sure how it works. <laughs> um, so meanwhile, back in the mindscape, Deathwind finds itself being shaped and reshaped and just fucking hates that. So it's going to try and uh, strike at you, but it does find that it doesn't have a proper weapon, so it's going to be striking a disadvantage because it's basically, in its head, it has form and shape, but you just bent that. So it misses like a motherfucker. <laughs> As your good friend Butthole's fond of saying, whales ain't shit. <laughs> um, which brings us back out. Meanwhile, the crew on board, the Death Wind, is kind of like, what, what's, sir? And they're like looking around for like any form of captain, but like nothing's... Well, when he yells up, I'm the captain now. <laughs> <laughs> Can you roll me a persuasion check? <laughs> so it's a 12. For the record, I'm only giving you this roll because you used that line. <laughs> Aboard the Deathwind, you start to see a couple of people kind of like look to each other. And they're like, they're, they're obviously like the, the people in slave collars are still quiet, mm -hmm. which is concerning for reasons. But uh, you start to see some like shifty glances around. There seems to be some like, maybe he is the captain now. <laughs> fight for our freedom. So you can see there's some dissent starting to spread. Okay. Because of my love for certain <laughs> movie quotes. That brings us to fight on the boat. Cheered for fucking Moonhammer. Uh, Hammer's just going for the, the third swing. Maybe it'll be a poke in the butt. Do you know what I've learned? Sometimes Moonhammer just wants you to do it you solo. throw some stank on that? Are you going to go uh, old Goblin Jr. as well? Oh, well, this is just the spiritual one. So I don't think oh, I can okay. throw stank on the spiritual one. That's just, that's what the goddess wills. So we're going to see what happens there. That's 11. <laughs> the goddess is unwilling and unhappy for some reason. So I, I'm like, I'm sorry about the temple. I didn't do it. <laughs> I'm now blaming myself like I shouldn't have touched that wall. Like I'm having a real problem Just with my time there. shouldn't have touched that wall. Now I'm going to take a swing at that fucking guy, but Goblin Jr. is just going to bite him right in the dick again. Like Goblin just went in, released, took a breath, went God. back in. Like ready. 
Okay, I'm going to go with the 11. Go to swing, but uh, you didn't see as the guy behind you was like ready with a knife. And Goblin Jr. sees it just at the right time, so he just chomps down, and the guy kind of like jumps up, and you miss, but, you know, Goblin Jr. saved you from some strife. But I'm like deaf, so I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Apparently this is on you, Stinky Pete. (laughs) You hear for the first time an aberration in the chant. You really hurt his feelings. I mean, I... Why would I hurt his feelings? He's way more capable than me. Also, I can't hear anything. (laughs) You thought you were saying, this is on you. Like, fuck you, Stinky Pete. No, no, no. I meant, like, save the day, man. It's up to you. Yeah, I see. Oh, it's up to you, Stinky (laughs) Pete. He's got low intelligence. Don't blame him. I love you, Pete. (laughs) The uh, soldiers fire into the guy who's behind you, and they'll deal him 10 points of damage. Okay, a guy in front of you is going to take his swings. He just keeps getting bit by that dog. So he'll hit you with one of them for eight points of damage. Plenty more where that came uh, versus, from. Uh, the guy behind you who is going to take another swing with a tiny hammer. He'll hit with one and deal six points. Slightly so, less say, where like, that like came from. One-tenth of your health. The ghost ship is now going to turn its eyes on the death wind. It's going to fire two from its front. Both miss because Boots is not on that gun. You know. Gotta get boots on the gun. Put Slim Jim on that gun. I think he's available. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> From the top of the ship here. Slim Jim? <laughs> boots! Why am I a cloud? Oh, uh, some of us don't die as well as others. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> He's, He's an entire pile. human body that's exploded one inch out from itself. Because <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was the damage yeah, when he died. He was yeah. such a big guy to begin with. Like, He's just a little bit He's bigger just now. delightful. Um, like eight feet around of floating meat. Sea <laughs> <laughs> um, Witch. Let's get back around to that, I think, uh, the side with uh, with darkness on it, just to keep us as safe as possible from uh, Navigation check, please? Yes. Alan, can you roll me a, an intelligence save, please? 17. Okay, yep. You maneuver back around to the darkness, although you, you notice that the ship isn't currently firing. It's There's some havoc going on on the deck. 23. This is both extraordinarily hard, but also, like, extraordinarily satisfying. Like, you know, it's like when you've gone for, like, a really long run and you just kind of hit past yeah. the wall and you're like, I can do anything! I have mastered all four elements. <laughs> Basically what's happening. Uh, all right. Meanwhile, back inside the Mind Palace... Um, you want to take your attacks? Yes. Roll your d20. 12. 12. Total. First one will not hit. No, sorry, that's 14. not math. 14 total. Uh, <laughs> yep, still no good. Uh, roll your second attack. 12 total. Yep, sadly, no good. The death wind is becoming stronger inside the, uh, the psychic void. Now, you still do have a bonus action and a move action. You do have a prehensile tail with a pistol in it, so if you want to try and just shoot him in his dumb head. Okay. Roll a d20, please, and add 6. 18 total? Yep, that'll do it. Six total. Six total. You take two swings and then in rage, just like your tail gun comes up and just like caps him <laughs> in the shoulder. Comes up from behind. And he's like, the fuck? But again, it just comes up to you. He's like, and then I enlisted in the Greywater Mercenaries. <laughs> <laughs> Huzzah! 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 The greatest, just like, <laughs> the greatest point of your life. Um... Cool. So uh, over to him. Just got shot in the shoulder by a tail gun because that's his life right now. He'll hit with one and he will deal you nine points of damage, which brings us back out of the mindscape to skiff fight. We're just going to see if Moonhammer is being supportive. (laughs) (laughs) 
That would be 13. Sadly, that will not do it. And I just yell, I will earn my favor! <laughs> and I fart completely. It's like, it, the fart is so disgusting and, and stanky that it like hits both of them in the eyes like pocket sand. Uh, and I take a swing at the guy in front of me. 15 to hit. 15 will hit. Oh, thank Christ. Like fucking hell. <laughs> 11 damage. He's pretty rough. And, and I just shake my head at myself, you know? And I say, not everything's easy. Sometimes your goddess loves you. Sometimes she still loves you. She wants you to work a little harder. And I say that to myself. Uh, but everyone can hear it because I have no ability to control my body. So I'm like, sometimes the goddess is a forever. <laughs> do you, uh, can you read lips? Is that a thing that uh, butthole can do? I wasn't aware of it, but I'll say no. (laughs) (laughs) Don't you dare say yes. The the pirate captain aloud and you can't hear it says like, you're praying to the wrong God, boy. He'll take two swings. One will hit. It always does. Nine points of damage. I've been rolling really well with one dice. (laughs) Speaking of rolling well, cannoneers, butthole, you're like, you know, crying to the God and like you're fighting... And, you know, this this fight has not gone as well as you'd hope. And then suddenly you just feel something wet on the back of your the back of your head. And I'm like, oh, no, I pooped again. <laughs> on your head? I pooped up my suit. And then, uh, Jesus, you look over your shoulder and holding up a, a, a hastily written sign, it says, only poo is poo hound shot. And you see the headless corpse of the, the guy behind you drop to the ground and fall over. And I give a fucking thumbs up. And they give a thumbs up. And the guy who wrote it's like visibly out of breath. Because like, <laughs> yeah, like split second to get that down. And I look over at Stinky Pete, even though I'm like fending off successfully half of the blows coming from the guy in front of me. And I'm like, when this is done, I'm kissing you on the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Great. That brings us to Ghost Ship. So the ghost ship is now coming up uh, with a full broadside on the Death Wind. Oh, and you know who is on this side? Fucking Boots. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boots gets the job done. So the Death Wind takes a a mighty blow. It seems to be thoroughly damaged. People on decks are wondering what's going on. It isn't moving anymore. Yeah, shit's getting real. Brings us to the top of the round. Sea Witch. Keep Alan safe. Keep it in the safe position. Keep her safe. That's right. (laughs) 13. So the ship starts to drift a bit. Mm -hmm. You're still holding it close, but uh, you're starting to come around the back again. Alan, can you roll me an intelligence check, please? I'm going to use my inspiration. Great. 25 total. Great. So you managed to maintain your concentration. This is awesome. You're just having a great time. And um, inside the mindscape, suddenly just like visions of Alan floating there just start like appearing in the sky, kind of watching the duel. She slowly starts to populate the mindscape with her own thoughts. Cool. Back inside. Uh, you want to take some more swings at Big Dumb and Ugly? Yep, let's do it. Yeah. Swing Bloodbringer away. 13. No dice on that one. Go. God damn it. Second attack. <laughs> Concentrate forever. <laughs> Try your second attack. 12 total. Sadly, no dice. The tail is frantically reloading the gun. <laughs> the tail has the little the little wadding. It's just pushing it in. <laughs> so it's, it's like stuck at the crook of your neck. It's going to swing back at you. Um, it will hit with one. Ten points of damage. However, there is that thing where when you get hit, you get mad. Mm. When you get mad, things get set on fire. So if you'd like to hellishly rebuke it. I'm going to have faith that on the outside they're doing okay. Considering Alan is just... Just a floating, terrifying just, yeah. monk. I'm um, just cast Hellish 
rebuke. What do, what do you say to it? Your shit fucking sucks. <laughs> and this is for Slim Jim. So he has to pass a dexterity save or take a bunch of things. He does not. So that's 3d10 worth of fire damage. 10? It's starting to look pretty fucked up. Like the, the image of butthole is starting to sort of like, in that classic shapeshifters who get fucked up way, just like starting to, to twitch. And it seems to be harder and harder to keep together because you get the sense that you are slowly wearing this thing down. Meanwhile, outside, Queenie, you can see that the water around the death wind mm-hmm. is starting to get red. Oh, um, damn. It seems like uh, like bad shit's going down. I'm, I look at Alan, I look at the red water, I'm like, there's a connection here, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> so that brings us to the skiff fight. I've realized I have an epiphany while I'm gently getting stabbed. Uh, <laughs> and the guy behind me died, and I'm like, Moonhammer, I understand. We must take him alive. So now the hammer and I are both determined to bring this fucker down <laughs> without killing him. So the hammer's going to go first. The hammer scores a 19 to hit. It hits. Because of course it does. Because <laughs> Moonhammer fucking gets it. 13 damage. He's really fucked up. Still standing, but barely. All right. Swing now it's, back and forth. It's my turn. 15. Yep, that'll hit. 11 damage. But I'm pulling the blow to knock yep. him the hell out. Yep. He sinks to one knee and just with like a, a look of just disgust makes eye contact with you that just passes the fuck out. I look to Stinky Pete's crew and I'm like, put out the fire, boys. You're now working with the Dread Captain Butthole. <laughs> <laughs> and I immediately tie up this fucking captain's hands so they can't fucking get away. Yeah, none of this Clark bullshit. Um, <laughs> yep. So uh, the Musketeers, remarkably good at putting out fires. They, they sort they of get shoot those fires. We're, we're good at lighting <laughs> things on fire. We're good at putting those fires out. So you now have control of that skiff. Nice. The other thing I want to do, like a level one cure wounds on this guy, because I do not want him dying of his sure, injuries. Totally I want him fine. tied up and fantastic. Fuck Great. that guy. Oh, fuck. You just needed boots. You just needed boots on the guns. And it's all better now? It's all four. Oh, yeah. Boots. The ghost ship just fucking lights up the side. And like, we're just seeing like chunks of the death wind getting blown off. The uh, bone mast collapses. You can see more and more of the whale underneath. Its eyes seem to just rolled back into its head. And uh, speaking of, we uh, jump into the mindscape. The creature that you're fighting is like writhing. You can see it's having like, trouble keeping its shape. Take your attacks. I'm imagining it's like when Aang and Ozai are fighting at the end and like the, both of their eyes are glowing and it's just that battle of wills between. Anyway, that's Spoilers all. Spoilers for <laughs> something, I guess. <laughs> the uh, Avatar. Even though I know Honestly, she is. could just be making up words for me, but it sounds exciting. So good. <laughs> Over to you, my friend. 19 total. That'll hit, yep. And then again, 26 total. Great. There we go. There it is. So uh, both those hit. So please roll me 2d8 and a d6. 18 total. The creature is like shifting and twisting. You can see the psychic world is like kind of rumbling as, as the hits against the ship keep happening. And finally your sword lands true. What do you fucking do to the death wind? It looks at you and it just says, you know how farts like feel great but smell great too? Oh my God. I fucking cut its head off. <laughs> And uh, as you do so, it's like you're, you're kind of expecting the usual, like, you know, spray of blood or anything else. But it's like you strike the head off and suddenly, like, when a, uh, a video game world just, like, boots badly, all the, the world starts falling, falling, falling. And then suddenly you're just, like, standing on the deck, staring at Alan, who's just floating there. Alan, you drop down to the deck. Your eyes are still all crazy. Mm-hmm. And I think you ask something to the effect of, like, how'd it go? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, beside you, the ship is, like, gushing blood. And then all of a sudden you just see it sort of, like, 
tilt to the side, oh, no. go belly up, cease to move, and all the people on board are like leaping off and screaming. And by this point, the collars seem to be like clicking out. So yeah. the slaves are kind of like climbing on your ship and like you know beating the hell out of the slavers on their ship. Yeah, but, I, uh, I look at Stinky Pete and the crew, and I'm like, guys, slaves on board? Yeah, Corsairs on board? No, uh, and we just hold the edge. Yeah, <laughs> with a cacophony of gunfire, uh, the rest of the slavers go down. Aboard the passing dream, you hear like a bunch of very happy and excited cheers and stuff as the recently fallen sailors find their friends aboard the ship. And then all the slavers show up and they're like, no, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Then a giant whale appears on their ship and crushes it. <laughs> oh no, new ghost ship. <laughs> Get the silver cannonballs. <laughs> Captain Arthas thanks you for helping ease his conscience as the one thing he's loved being able to provide homes for the, the lost souls at sea, but the one thing that's always haunted him, haunted him, uh, <laughs> has been not being able to put down the rain of the death wind. So now that it's gone, the seas will be safer for all, and people can go back to good old-fashioned pirating rather than horrible psychic whale mind enslavement, mm. which is a pretty good thing for all involved. <laughs> In the immediate aftermath, the three remaining unseen hand skiffs sink, uh, after being shot up and blown up and crashed into the thing. However, the one that butthole you took is now serviceable, essentially now belongs to the party. Captain, you have your crew back for the most part. Um, yeah. But you've also... R.I.P. Slim Jim. But he's he's happy. He's with, yeah. he's with Boots. Actually worked out better than most nautical deaths. So, <laughs> yeah, having uh, successfully rid yourselves of the thing that would stalk you to the ends of the earth, you find yourselves free once again to continue on your way, but not before saying a farewell to your new friend, the Sea Witch... Pirate queen and hero of pirates everywhere. Say your goodbyes and be on your way, my friends. Captain Roberts, it has truly been an honor to serve under you. Thank you, Quinny. <laughs> Thank you, Quinny. We just keep it short like that. that we're because we we've got that understanding anyway. So we're yeah. Like, yeah, we just nod to we each other. It. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was pretty cool, right? That was, <laughs> I just like look at Alan. I'm like, yeah. you're my favorite. Yeah, yeah. It's like that was that was pretty fucking awesome. Cool. I walk up with Goblin Jr. and I say, first, Captain, I think a commendation for Stinky Pete and the assault team are in order. Also, I love you. You're my best friend. And then I throw my hand in her face and just waft a fart there. And I'm like, one for the road. Oh. (sighs) (laughs) Captain Roberts, you just briefly remember how satisfying cutting Mm. the head off imaginary (laughs) butthole was. And then I say, I won't always be here to protect you from ghosts. And I give her the last silvered light hammer that I have, which has the symbol of moon hammer carved into it. Thank you. That's very generous of you. You're welcome. One more for the road. (laughs) I fired my hand and throw it. Off to the side, sort of unseen by all of you. Goblin Jr. just kind of like looks at Parrot Jr. And then just gives Parrot Jr. like just an affectionate lick on the side. Just like snarf and snarf. And uh, with that, you board your ship and you start to leave when suddenly over over the side of the boat, you hear, wait, and you look up and there's slutty Dave <laughs> and he takes his hat and he holds it aloft. He waves it to you and he blows you a kiss and stinky Pete's there and he takes off his hat. He waves it to you and he blows a kiss. And, and I say, he- wait. And I'm like, Alan, I need a favor. Uh, and I have Alan Misty step with me over to the boat. And I kiss Slutty Dave on the mouth, and I kiss Stinky Pete on the mouth. And I'm like, I didn't forget. <laughs> and then we go back to our scale. And they, uh, before you go, they clasp hands, and they're like, we'll let you know when we set a date. Because they found love 
It'll be a dangerous place. The first <laughs> so many wedding of so many references throughout this arc. Laura, so, how frustrating is it for you knowing that that's not how that spell works? <laughs> yeah, that's not possible, but that's okay. Don't care. It worked because love. Love found a way. <laughs> love found a way. Love finds a way. Love yep. conquers all. <laughs> You're back on your skiff. What, what have you decided to name the skiff, by the way? SS Moonhammer. My win, my boat. Oh, I hate that that's actually Nautical like law, a man. fair yeah. argument. <laughs> um, so uh, you're aboard the SS Moonhammer. Mm-hmm. You can see uh, the good ship Sea Witch sailing off into the sunset. Quinny, you kind of like look at the calendar, you look at the sky, and you realize if you guys haul ass, you might just make it. <laughs> Time for the thiefies. Screw keeping these guys safe. Get me back to the thiefies. I'm sure the heat's died down. Yeah. This episode of Dum Dums and Dragons features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at El Hamstring on Twitter, our special guest, and our DM Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and Dum Dums and Dragons artwork is by Del Borovic, who can be found at delborovic.com. Our theme songs are And Now for That Massive Coronary and Skipping Through the Orchestra Pit Part 1 by Peter Gresser, and our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-A ZZAR, all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice, or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. And tune in next week for more Dum Dums and Dragons. Epilogue. <laughs> In a, uh, a dark tavern, like you would find uh, almost anywhere in the uh, more shady parts, shady towns around a shady world, a bedraggled former pirate captain is drinking himself silly in a corner, saying, I I used to have a boat, <laughs> and it was just real pretty. We had, we had cushions, and it was great, and then they fucking took it. It takes another drink. And suddenly, a very, very large, bald man slides into the booth. And he looks the drunk former captain up and down. He says, uh, you're the one they call Bumbershoot? What's it to you? I hear you know where I can find my brother. Bumbershoot smiles and says, oh, yeah, I know where he's going. Second epilogue. I go down into the hold under the skiff. And I move boxes that I'm hiding something in the corner, revealing the tied up ship captain from my parents, both bound and gagged. And I look him square in the eye with the scariest eyes butthole has ever shown the world. And I just say to him, my friends don't need to be a part of this conversation, but you and I are going to have a long talk when we get where we're going. And he starts yelling through the gag, but no one can hear it. And I just shove the boxes back into place and the hold goes silent. And I go back up to join my friends up top. And together you sail off into an unknown future. So uh, I hope you enjoyed Dum Dums and Dragons on the High Seas. I want to throw a particular shout out tonight to the people who made the nautical rules that we used and <laughs> bastardized for this uh, this episode. But the nautical rules we grab are from tribality.com, so uh, T-R-I-B-A-L-I-T-Y.com. They've got some incredible homebrew rules, and they've come up with very, very clever nautical rules that are far and beyond what we use today. So if you ever want to have Battles at Sea in 5th edition, that's where to go. And also a special thanks to DND Wiki, uh, which is dandwiki.com, for the homebrew rules on swashbucklers, which get just absolutely crazy after level 6. So thanks to those guys, and hope you enjoyed the episodes. 
the Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Dum Dums and Dice would like to welcome you into the Mythos Mysteries, a live play pulp Cthulhu podcast where improvisers and comedians venture into dangers beyond their wildest imagining. Our story begins with two erstwhile companions on a long and winding road. They think they are fleeing danger, but greater horror awaits them when they arrive. For they are not just running away from mortal danger, but towards the Mythos Mysteries. Whoever you are, we're not scared of you. You hear a voice from inside that says, Please, help. I'm inside the dresser, help. Now I need you to listen to my very explicit instructions here, Adrian. Okay. Please ready your punch and fists. Yeah, it's, they're always ready. Now I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to open the door. Okay. And we're going to look inside the dresser. What if we don't? Could we not? <laughs> I need you to be brave for me. Okay. You are always very brave. I, okay. Okay. So we're going to open the door and you're going to look in the dresser. And yes. then what? And then if I tell you to. Yep. We're going to punch it. The dresser? <laughs> <laughs> You said I had to be very, you said explicit. If there is someone in the dresser. I'm punching. We're going to punch him. What if it's a ghost? Well, then we're going to have ourselves a fun time. Like a party? (laughs) Like a birthday party. Okay, so we'll do some dancing and there will be a cake. Hopefully the ghost brought it. Yes. Okay, I can do this. Okay. I'm going to open the door now. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to open the door. You open the door and the dresser is... Back upright, all the drawers are back inside, but now it is next to the window, and the bed is in a different corner. Of course it is. And the blood is pooling on the floor instead of the ceiling. It's dripping up. The Mythos Mysteries. Episodes are available now. 